because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. I welcome you to the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can find the pod most everywhere you get your podcast, including Spotify, the WDBO app, WDBO.com. You can also find me on the radio each and every day, hosting Orlando's News at Noon, though I am subbing for our Joe Kelly on Orlando's Morning News on WDBO for the next few weeks. Looking forward to that. All right, so let's talk about LeBron James. LeBron James is one of those rare athletes who comes around once in a lifetime. The man is an absolute maestro on the basketball court. And I've had the unique opportunity to watch his games, to cover his games, to call his games. He really is poetry in motion. The dude does it all. He scores. He sees everything on the floor happen before it happens. I mean, he he passes, he rebounds, he defends. When all is said and done, LeBron James will go down as one of the greatest, if not the greatest baller who has ever lived. Now, for my money, Michael Jordan sits atop that list, but even I will admit, even I will admit, LeBron's close. He's very, very close. So I greatly admire LeBron James, the basketball player. As a person, eh, not so much. There's always been this annoying sort of passive aggressiveness to LeBron James, especially on Twitter. But last week, that passive aggressive nature manifested itself into full blown stupid. Last week, Columbus, Ohio, police officer Nicholas Reardon arrived at a home after being dispatched to a possible attempted stabbing. Seconds after he got out of his squad car, he witnessed what we all witnessed on that police cam video and other videos shot that day in the neighborhood. He witnessed a very confusing mob scene in which a 16-year-old, Makia Bryant, was about to stab another girl pinned against a car. The officer then opened fire, killing Bryant. From every account, Officer Reardon acted responsibly, saving the girl who was about to be stabbed by Bryant. Sad story? Yes. Anytime a young person loses his or her life, it is sad. Now, compounding her death were the facts that it was a white policeman shooting a black girl. I don't have to tell you that this country is a racial tinderbox right now. But what happened next on LeBron James' Twitter account was unbelievable. It was reckless. It was disgraceful. It was irresponsible and disgusting. In a tweet, which he would later delete, LeBron tweeted a photo of that police officer, Officer Reardon, with the caption, you're next, hashtag accountability. My question is this, where's the accountability on LeBron James' part? Where's the accountability? Now, later on, obviously, after seeing the police video footage and other footage, LeBron deleted that tweet and went into protect my own backside mode, saying, Quote, I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. This isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system. And they always use our words to create more racism. I am so desperate for more accountability. Again, where's the accountability on the part of LeBron James? And as expected, the NBA sycophantic media, as well as NBA commissioner Adam Silver, have given him a hall pass. You know, as I stand right now, I'm kind of looking from the outside into NBA media, a culture that I was part of for 30 years. And I can tell you this, it's disgraceful. It's disgraceful how the NBA media covers 
for people like LeBron James and how they've all bought into the idea that America is a systemic racist nation. You know, if LeBron makes a mistake here and there, ah, we'll conveniently ignore it. It'll go away. By the way, we don't have a systemic race issue in this country. This is a nation full of good, honest, hardworking people. Systemic racism is a term invented by the far woke left to grab a hold of political and cultural power in this country, and it's working. It's working, folks. So much so that America now has become so obsessed with race and the racial divide to the point where we've lost our compass as a nation. They are succeeded in dividing us as a country. And if we don't start speaking out like I'm doing on the Inez Says podcast, doing a very little part, we're going to be bulldozed. And this country is going to be destroyed. Yeah, they're strong words, but we got to start speaking out. It's wrong. It's wrong with the far woke left and the race baiters are doing in this country right now. And LeBron James should be ashamed of himself. He should be ashamed of himself for inciting violence. The NBA and Adam Silver should be equally ashamed of themselves for doing nothing about it. Nothing, not a zero. It's insane. LeBron James should at the very least have been suspended. Suspend him for 10 games, five games, whatever, for making such a reckless and damning tweet. And by the way, did he get suspended from Twitter? No, he did not. But such is life in the U.S. today, such is life in the NBA today, a league that has gone all in on America being systemically racist. They've gone all in on the woke culture like other corporations in America, and it's costing them. It's costing them. Now, you're not going to hear this from NBA media, but overall, you look at the last decade, the NBA on ABC has fallen 45% since the 11-12 season. TNT is down 40%. ESPN is off 20%. And the ratings this year, forget about it. Non-existent. Non-existent. Are there other factors involved here? Yes. Some of those other factors include cord cutting. No doubt about it. The pandemic has not helped sports viewing, but the NBA's collapse in popularity is in no way, shape, or form surprising in light of recent polls finding that basketball fans feel that the league has become far too wrapped up in woke politics. But such is life in pro sports today. The NBA, even Major League Baseball, they're kind of putting their thumbs up in the air, seeing where the political winds are blowing, and they are betting what these corporations, like the NBA and Major League Baseball, with them taking the All-Star game out of Atlanta, what they're betting on is that the woke left, in this instance, will continue to make America believe that it is a racist country, which it is not. Now, what I am seeing and hearing from a lot of people out there is that a whole lot of good people are fed up. They're fed up with this nonsense. So people are flat out tuning out to sports. I've talked to many people who say they will not watch another sports event. They will not watch another Major League Baseball game. They will not watch another NBA basketball game. I've heard from countless people who've told me since last year they will never attend or watch another NBA game after the league went all in on Black Lives Matter. And you're seeing evidence all over the nation right now. I mean, this this is true. Television ratings across the board down for sports during the pandemic. But make no mistake about it. Sports becoming woke is playing a key role here. Now, did you see what the bar owner in Columbus, Ohio, said in a Facebook post over the weekend? It's a post that went viral. Quote, if anyone wants to watch an NBA game, don't come to Linney's Pub. We will not air them until LeBron James has been expelled from the NBA. Fat chance of that happening. That's an editorial comment. But to that, LeBron, in typical LeBron James fashion, tweeted sarcastically, 
quote, Aw, damn. I was headed there to watch our game tonight and have a drink. Welp. You're not going to hear this anywhere else but the Inez Says podcast. Let's take a look at this potential stabbing incident outside that Columbus home last week. One-time White House aide under President Obama, Valerie Jarrett, tweeted this last week. A black teenage girl named Makia Bryant was killed because a police officer immediately decided to shoot her multiple times in order to break up a knife fight. Demand accountability. Fight for justice. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. As if to say, eh, this was just a knife fight. That's all. It's just a knife fight. Come on, man. These knife fights, they go on all the time. It's a silly knife fight. How about this, Valerie Jarrett, LeBron James, and others? How about this? Instead of blaming the police officer for that young girl's death, how about looking at the circumstances surrounding that brawl that the police officer found himself in the middle of within seconds of getting out of that car? How about looking at the crazy way those people were behaving? Oh, we can't talk about that, right? Let's not talk about how we have to get back to basics in this country. Let's not talk about personal accountability and responsibility. Let's not talk about how the black family has been decimated in this country. Let's not talk about kids being born out of wedlock. Uh Uh-uh, nope, nope, let's not go there. It's always the cop's fault. That's the easy way out. It's always the cop's fault. Because if we view it otherwise, guess what? We're all part of that systemic racism that the woke left accuses us of. It really is incredible. And as far as the LeBron James tweet when he said, I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. Is there really an epidemic? I mean, come on. Again, let's tell it like it is. Is there an epidemic of black people being shot and killed by police in America? For the last five years, according to the Washington Post database of fatal police shootings, police have fatally shot about 1,000 civilians annually. Okay. The vast majority of whom were armed or otherwise dangerous. Black people account for about 23% of those shot and killed by police, 23%. And they're about 13% of the U.S. population. Can we do better? Yeah. Yeah, we can. Are these cops being put in very, very difficult situations? Sure are. And by the way, the Derek Chauvin case, nobody. Nobody can justify that officer kneeling on George Floyd's neck for nearly nine minutes. It was inexcusable behavior. You can't justify that. Bad cops must be removed. And the truth is, we can do better. We must do better. No, not through defunding the police like the woke left will tell you we need to do. But we have to do this through more hands-on tactical training, de-escalation practice, techniques to control stress. I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. The police need training. But LeBron James, here's truth. Here's truth. The overwhelming majority of police officers in this country are good, upstanding people who just want to get back to their homes safely, to their families every day. That's it. And LeBron, what you did, what you did in tweeting your next with a photo of that officer, Officer Reardon, is that you endangered that officer's life and the lives of other law enforcement officers all across America. Disgraceful. And still not a peep from the NBA. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. I'm Scott Inez. You can find the pod most anywhere you get your podcast. And you can find me on the radio each and every day on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.